Paul, I have a really good joke for you this week. I doubt that, but okay. No, this is a joke that I've been telling probably since I was in the fifth grade. That's not an encouragement, but keep going. Awesome. What did the musician say when he left the room? I have no idea. I'll be Bach. (laughs) Hi, welcome everybody. My name's Bree. And my name is Paul. And this is Signal 25. (laughs) You just said that kind of funny. Thank you. I can say it again. And this is Signal 25. Oh, you should sing it this time. I'm not going to sing. Sing it. You sing. Signal 25. That was amazing. I look forward to cutting that part out. (laughs) Please don't cut that part out. (laughs) If anything, you should like super badly auto-tune it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it like does the vibrato thing. Yeah, I won't do that. Mostly because I don't know how. That's disappointing. All right. (laughs) So in news this week, we're going to talk all about music. So the fitting first piece of news we're going to talk about is something all of the hip young kids know about that us who aren't hip and young are finally catching up with. We are relatively young, but yeah, we're not, we're definitely not young enough to know what the heck is happening on TikTok. Yeah, I just got a TikTok, what, two weeks ago, probably, and I still don't know how to use it or what I'm doing when I'm on the app. But I got it specifically for this piece of news. Paul, do you want to talk about it? I do, but I'll be honest, I have no idea anything about it. I just know that it exists. So some people on, a lot of people on TikTok, two people, I have no, how many, everybody on TikTok, everyone? It's a giant collaboration project. So there are hundreds of videos for this. Anyway, they're making a Ratatouille musical on TikTok. The legality of which I I would have to question, but I don't think Disney's really going to complain about the basically free advertising. Yeah, and I don't think that they're going to complain because it's quality. Like, not only is it, like, the best idea I've ever seen come out of a social media uprising, but (laughs) it's also just, like, the songs that I have managed to find and listen to that people like duet or stitch together or whatever are so good. Like these are like Broadway quality songs. And I don't know where all these talented people are hiding, but quarantine plus TikTok has really brought out the best in fake Disney musicals that hopefully will be real one day because I would pay money to see this. Let's go down the list and just like, let's think of Pixar movies and think of which one is the least likely to be made into a musical. And we can't say sequels. Okay, I have I have mine. Okay, do yours. Okay, mine is A Bug's Life. I think there is like a 0% chance that they would ever make a Bug's Life musical. If nothing else, I don't think a lot of people remember or have seen A Bug's Life. Okay, yeah. I was going to say A Bug's Life also. Oh, cool. We have a cat cat again my cat (laughs) my my cat really my cat's name is actually dory she does have a disney cat name just for anyone who's curious and that one would have been up there finding nemo would have been up there but there already is a like an official finding nemo musical at animal kingdom we've talked about it before we have and anyway she gets really needy if the temperature drops below 70 degrees she gets really cold and needs to be held constantly so you're probably going to hear her for the majority of the winter but uh my least Likely to become a musical? Probably Up. See, I was thinking Up kind of made sense because it's such a, like, small... Like, I'm just thinking, like, how do you do it stage direction-wise? Yeah, I mean... But I was thinking it more as a play as rather than a musical. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, all right, I see that. Just because, like, a giant puppet Kevin? I think that'd be awesome. I, okay, exactly. yeah, now I'm really on board with this idea yeah. of, like, a straight play of Up. It'd be incredible. Yeah. The soundtrack would be phenomenal. Oh, you're talking musicals. I'm talking straight No, play. no, no, no. I mean like the intro music and stuff. Oh, I see. Like, yeah, not yeah, like yeah. soundtrack, but like... Like the incidental. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Good idea. Hmm. Okay. So we're going to figure out how to become popular on TikTok and <laughs> our next... And then we're going to run an up play as a counter to the Ratatouille musical. I think TikTok is pretty music based, but we'll do our best. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so 
<laughs> take it a totally different direction. Um, park hopping is coming back to Disney World, probably. Currently. That's currently the plan. Currently. January. You can start doing park hopping reservations because it'll still be a reservation-based system. They'll just let you reserve multiple parks in one day. I don't know. I mean, I don't. it doesn't strike me as dramatically more dangerous. That doesn't mean that I think people should do it, <laughs> at least right, right now. This, is, this is not us encouraging it. I'm not going to encourage anyone to, to go to Disney right now. I'm encouraging everyone, this is my official statement, to stay home. Please don't fly. <laughs> Are you going to take questions at your press conference yeah. for your official statement? Yeah, if you want to DM me questions, I will tell you how wrong you are. Oh, I was going to I was going to be the reporter. Oh, perfect. Um so you say that people should stay home, but what if they yes. don't want to stay home? That sucks. There's I do a lot of things I don't want to do daily like my accounting homework, but I still do them. Cool. No further questions. There we go. <laughs> but speaking of pandemic rules, what's the what's the new thing happening at Disney World like with their like mandates? Right. So the ride operators have received the instruction to if people are not complying with their mask rules, being you have to wear one, uh, to stop stop the ride. Uh, that includes, I think, basically every attraction, even like Carousel of Progress, I believe, stops. Yes. Just full on everything stops. I don't know what happens if your mask just flies off. I assume it would stop anyway, but... Right at that point, it's a totally different problem. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about like a roller coaster, not like carousel. No, I know <laughs> that's like a whole safety problem of like oh, what yeah, if the Mac yeah, like yeah. gets stuck somewhere. Like, now here's a question: Would Carousel of Progress be more popular if it spun fast enough to make your mask fly off? Yes. Oh, it's called Mission Space. It is called Mission Space. Or just imagine though, like I'm thinking of like those thing like. I guess sort of like flip books where the faster they move, the more you can see the picture. So like what if Carousel oh, yeah, Progress... Like a, 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 is that a trope? Yes. So I'm thinking of that. So like it's just still images, but Carousel of Progress spins but you're spinning super fast, so fast that right. you see it. Yeah. Like who needs 3D movie theater? Who needs 3D glasses? It is still 3D. You're just uh, moving yeah. really fast. And it makes it a thrill ride then, but you still get to appreciate the classic attraction. It's a win-win for everybody. Except for people who don't like spinning fast, then it's kind of not a win for you anymore, but well. Or the people who like Carousel of Progress. It's not a win for them either. Okay, I didn't say we had to get rid of Carousel of Progress. We could just do Carousel of Progress super speed. Okay, fine. Carousel of Progress 2 colon super speed. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. It can go in... Hollywood Studios, because it would be like a movie. Oh, yeah. And then you don't have to park hop. Look, we are literally solving all the problems. (laughs) Bree, do you want to talk about what we did over the weekend? Yeah. So over the weekend, we watched a movie. To introduce this segment, we have to pause and welcome you to our podcast within a podcast. Disaster.com. Disaster.com? We never disaster came up with a name com. For it. It, okay. Disaster com. Okay. Pending. Like this might change. Right. If you have a better name, let us know. Once you hear the segment. Okay, so it's a new segment, and we're going to talk about Disney Channel original movies that we watch. Because as we did in our very first episode, we talked about this movie called Tiger Cruise. And I will admit, we were not kind when talking about this movie. Mostly, I think we were just amazed that there was a movie called tiger cruise which i I still kind of am i have now seen the movie also i was gonna bring that up i'm very confused as to actually why it's called tiger cruise not okay not from the movie itself like they it makes it clear why that's the name but i'm curious like why that's the name of the activity in the movie like why is it called tiger cruise and why are they tigers yeah I i have no idea it may be a real thing. I don't know. I didn't look into it. Well, I assume the cruise itself isn't a real thing, but I, but like potentially like family members of military people could they be called tigers? I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. Anyway. As someone who's the daughter of someone in the navy, I well, it was in the navy. I was never called a tiger, so I I assume it's not a thing. But I don't know. 
Anyways, so it's a, basically the movie is about this girl that goes on this thing called a tiger cruise where you get to go above, a, above, you get to go aboard a naval ship that your parent or, and or child, so like parents can go on this. Or sibling. Or sibling works on. And you spend a week aboard the ship. But the whole premise of this movie that they tell you is that this girl goes on the ship to convince her dad to leave the Navy because she's tired of being a Navy brat. So we had not seen the movie when we talked about it. This was all we knew because that's all that's in the description. Yeah. It turns out there's an entire other, it's not even a subplot. It's like the plot of the movie. The movie's about 9-11. It's about 9-11. <laughs> Like, they set sail on September 9th, 2001, and, or 8th, or whatever. Yeah. Why Disney failed to mention that it was about 9-11? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I we I, saw that it was in September of 2001, and we were both like, <gasps> this movie is immediately different than what I thought it was going to be. And my biggest thing with that also is 9-11 is still such a, sensitive topic for so many families in this country like why would you not include that because what a like trigger warning that would be like oh this is a military movie about 9-11 like so it came out in 2004 i don't know if maybe it was just kind of more obvious in 2004 but it's certainly not obvious now and especially because they don't mention when it takes place right so even if they would have said in September of 2001, I like we could have put two and two together, but just saying a girl goes on this cruise to get her dad to come home, like if they had just said like the f- fall or late summer of 2001, like the, you don't it doesn't have to be explicit. It just has to be able to like connect the dots and I would never have gone there without any indication that that's what it was about. Anyway, that's what Tiger Cruise is about. What did you think of it? Well, I first would just like to make this my formal apology for anything mildly inappropriate I might have said about this movie. And please, no one take this who's, especially if you've seen the movie, (laughs) don't take this as us being unpatriotic or not sensitive to 9-11. We're sorry. But the movie itself is, I'll go with better than expected. Better than expected. I I had actually quite a few moments where I was like, wait, this is actually like a good movie. It's not a great movie. It's not. It's maybe a good movie. Okay, but can we argue that 97% of Disney Channel original movies are not great movies? Oh, yeah. I'm judging this as a movie first. Actually, I guess that's a question. Do we judge it as a movie or as a Disney Channel movie? Both. I mean, I think it's fair to judge it as both because it technically is both. Because as a Disney Channel movie, it's fantastic. Yeah, very well done. Handled a sensitive subject well. Someone online, I think it was like Collider, maybe, ranked it 97th out of like the top 100 Disney Channel original movies. And I'm like, there's no possible way that Horse Sense is a better movie. Yeah, (laughs) there's I can name at least 10 Disney Channel movies that I personally find worse than Tiger Cruise, like off the top of my head. I'm not going to, but I could. But I thought it was a, a okay movie as a movie, great as a Disney Channel movie. Yeah. I would give it a six and a half, seven as a movie. Okay. I was like... Definitely like an eight or eight and a half as a Disney Channel movie. Like, it's really good as a Disney Channel movie. For sure. And it was the only thing that we commented on the whole movie, besides the, oh, crap, this is about 9-11... Um, was the green screens. Oh, yeah. There's some really bad and awkward green screens. And it's especially bad because it's then cut in with shots that were actually shot on set or on location or I don't know where. Wherever they were. Those look fine. And then all of a sudden the green screen comes and you're like, oh, yeah, it's Disney Channel movie in 2004. But I recommend watching it if you need something new to watch. Don't watch it if you want to watch a good movie. But... Yeah, if you want to watch the kind of movie that we have just described, <laughs> Tiger, you could do a lot worse than Tiger Cruise. Like we're probably going to do with our next bad Disney movie club movie. Well, Disney movie club is a thing, so I think it should be the Disney bad movie club. Okay, the Disney, Disney bad movie club. Disney plus bad movie club or just Disney bad movie club? Disney plus bad movie club. All right. Okay. The DPBMC. <laughs> 
I am glad you're going to remember that. I have a hard time with letters that go in an order that aren't actual words. But our next one's going to be Horse Sense. The movie that I just mentioned. Sorry. The movie that Paul just mentioned. Spoiler. But if there is something we should know about this movie... <laughs> before if we there rel- are any terrorist attacks in the film horse sense or if anything catastrophic happens or someone dies like well, i don't care if someone that's not necessarily well, it. i mean unless, it's a disney movie so if it's something we need to be sensitive to <laughs> please warn us and if anyone out there has seen tiger cruise and listened to our first episode and did not correct us that we were making fun of a movie that featured 9-11, then just please warn us. <laughs> just for a quick bit of context here, Horse Sense, um, the Disney Plus description. You ready for this? Yes. <clears throat> when 11-year-old Tommy visits his spoiled cousin Michael in Beverly Hills, he feels completely out of place. But the tables turn when Michael is sent to Tommy's Montana ranch for the summer. At first, Tommy enjoys watching a miserable Michael attempt to acclimate himself to ranch life, but everything changes when the family learns the bank might foreclose on their home. The possibility of losing the ranch spurs the two cousins to pull together to save it. I cannot wait to watch this movie. It sounds exactly like the most generic Disney Channel original movie. It's going to be so bad. I cannot wait. I would like to add something about Disney Plus real fast. Something that's coming out tonight. That was a total surprise. Paul, do oh, you yeah. know what's coming I out do. tonight? I do know what this is. So I, I cried. Surprised? In... Wait, wait, wait. Can you be impressed for a minute that I know what it is? I'm very impressed that you know what it is. That Thank like you. makes me another level of happy. But I cried in bed when I saw it this morning. Like it was the first thing I saw after I woke up this morning, and it left me in actual tears. Um, Taylor Swift is dropping an intimate concert experience about her new album folklore that they literally filmed in a cabin in the woods and i'm so excited <laughs> so this comes out wednesday the 25th what day is it mm-hmm. okay it it well it drops at midnight so yeah wednesday the 25th so by the time you're listening to this it will already be out so go watch it on disney plus taylor swift is single-handedly saving 2020 moving on so, Brie, I don't know what this means. I just wrote, Brie is the Christmas <laughs> Chancellor. <laughs> I wrote this in the doc. I don't know what it means, but congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, whatever that means. Also, I'm just getting ready for the next thing we're about to do here. Uh, did you know that there's a Disney Channel original movie collection on Disney Plus? I think I've seen it when I've scrolled through. That, is it animated? Just, no, that, oh. they're not animated. <laughs> okay, good. Um, oh, but the Christmas Chancellor thing. I remember... Because we are trying to put something Christmassy in every episode, because if you haven't been paying attention to our social media, which, by the way, at Signal25Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, we have officially declared it Christmas at our podcast. We are going to have all sorts of fun Christmas things coming all month long, because we are at a month until Christmas when this comes out. And we can't wait. I can't wait, personally. I'm ready for it to be Christmas time. Then Christmas means New Year's, and New Year's means it's not 2020 anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, sure, yeah, that too. I won't complain about that for sure. No, I'm excited to like bake and have it like watch Chris more Christmas movies. All right, Brie, are you ready for our next segment? I am ready. Play? Cool. We're gonna play a game. In this game, I look through Disney Plus and I find an animated movie because last week. You told me you watched every animated movie on Disney+. Plus. I Obviously, I pretty... both of us knew that was hyperbole. Yes, I was pretty sure I've watched most of them, though. That's not a hyperbole. And to be completely clear, some of them I have not had to watch on Disney+, Plus because they are just animated movies that I've watched a million times, i.e. Tangled. All right, I'm, gonna, I'm okay. looking through Disney+, Plus right now. Okay. Finding some real good... Some of them are even, like, Disney... Like Walt Disney Animation Studios. Ooh, those are good I, too. I don't think you've seen. Okay, especially if they're little cartoons. I've watched a lot of those though. No, no, I'm I'm talking about feature films. Okay. The Black Cauldron. I have. Wow. Why? Uh, because I was curious. Uh, I went to the Walt Disney Family Museum last year when I could still travel, and I was in San Francisco, and uh, yeah, they have original art and stuff from it there. And so when I got home, I watched it. 
on YouTube. Nice. This one is more likely that you've seen it because it came out in our lifetime. Treasure Planet. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. It has never yeah. really interested me. Yeah, me either. I've, I've seen like the first half hour at least three different times trying to watch it and not liking it. So I've turned it off. So sorry to anyone out there who stands Treasure Planet because... I enjoyed the toys I got from McDonald's as a kid. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, you know, to be completely honest, I might have watched the whole thing when I was younger. But as an adult trying to rewatch it, I've never enjoyed it. Which I feel bad about because I've heard it's at, like so many people like it. That, I don't know. I feel guilty when I'm like that. Nope. Okay, this this is one that I don't, I don't really care if I get you on. It's just you need to watch it if you haven't seen it. Have you seen Prep and Landing? Prep and Landing? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. They're short films. Maybe? Or like, you know, I don't know. They're like TV specials that were on ABC and they're Walt Disney Animation Studios and they're about elves who like come oh! into people's houses. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I have seen it. Okay. Yeah. I just, I don't think Ooh. I've ever paid attention to the name. I just, I, but when you start describing it, I'm like, oh, I could tell you exactly like the animation looks like and everything else on that. Right. Right. Okay. Have you seen, and this is motion capture, so I don't know if it really counts. Okay. But it's completely animated. And uh, it's a movie that I have technically seen, but I don't remember because it was really bad. Mars okay. Needs Moms. Oh, I think we talked about this on Sunday. We did talk about this on Sunday, which makes um, it kind of cheap, but I don't remember what your answer was, so it's fine. I think I've tr- at least tried to watch it. I don't... It seems familiar in the sense that I might have tried, but I don't think I've at least watched all of it. So no? Okay. Yes? Kind of, maybe. Kind of? Um, are we doing sequels or are we not doing sequels? This game's almost over, by the way. Uh, you could do sequels. I've seen a lot of sequels. Plot twist, favorite sequel is Mulan 2. Have you seen Bambi 2? Do you know oh, that they made a sequel to Bambi? I did. I okay, here's the deal. I have seen Bambi once in my life because I was so traumatized by the fact that the mom dies that... I decided it was the worst movie. So, you know, I have probably have not seen Bambi 2 because I won't watch Bambi 1. Because absolutely not. No, thank you. I like happy things. As I told Paul on Sunday, there are some movies I will never, ever, ever, ever watch. And that movie would be considered The Fox and the Hound. And The Fox and the Hound 2. Because I know it's sad. And I... Don't need that kind of toxic negativity in my life. All right. I have two more for you. Okay. Number one, Dinosaur. Yes. The, like, 1999 or 2000 animated yes. Uh, CGI. Okay. Yes. And Home on the Range. Yes. I've literally seen that movie so many times. I Is it actually good? No. I didn't think so. It's I funny. I ask. Okay. It was funny to whatever age Brie... It was when it came out on VHS, but yeah. Oh, how old does that make us sound when I say, oh, when I used to watch it on VHS? Cool. That was cool. fun. That was fun. Speaking of animated movies, today as we're recording this on Tuesday, Toy Story 2 is celebrating its 21st anniversary, so go take a shot for Toy Story 2. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and Tangled is, is uh, 10 years old today. 10 years old to the best movie to ever come out of Disney. Tangled is my favorite movie. Not just Disney movie. Tangled is my favorite movie. Like, I have a Pascal that runs, a, like, rides in my car with me. And pretty much anything Tangled, I own. And I can pretty much quote the whole movie. Because it's the best movie I've ever seen. Um, also a Tangled... A little tiny bit of news. They're finally releasing a Disney Dooney and Burke line for Tangled. You're going to have to explain to people what Dooney and Burke is because I know what you mean, but only barely. Okay. Um, well, Dooney and Burke is a purse brand and they have a deal with Disney and they make special designed purses for Disney and they're very expensive. They're like $300 a bag and I have the Small World one. <laughs> Because, of course, I have a Small World purse. I actually have two Small World purses. Um, but, yeah, so Dooney and Burke is finally releasing a Tangled line. And I'm very excited about it. And it comes out this week. And I'm highly considering offering to pay for half of one to get one for Christmas. Because, finally. Cool. Let's end our news on some sad news. Not bad news. Just sad no, news. It's sad. 
but it's good. It's it's sad, but it's good. Uh, so Joe Rohde, the Imagineer behind Animal Kingdom and Pandora and a bunch of other things too, <laughs> announced that he has retired. Like, sounds like it happened in the past and he's already been retired for a little while now. Uh, January 21st is, his, or no, sorry, January 4th is Joe Rohde's official last day with Disney. But since Imagineers haven't been working because of COVID, uh, he decided to take this downtime and just make it his official retirement. He's been with the company for over 40 years. It's a pretty long time. Joe Rohde uh, is also well known for having a lot of earrings. So Brie and I had this conversation over the text. So <laughs> Joe Rohde, every, I think it's like everywhere he goes, he gets an earring for, right? Yes. And they're all on the same ear. Um, yes. It's not separate piercings, because that no. would be crazy. He wouldn't have any ear left. Because what has happened is basically all the weight of all of these earrings has like pulled down his earlobe. He gauged his ear without a gauge. Effectively. Maybe he used mm-hmm. a gauge too. I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. So his earrings are really cool, and I will miss getting to see those. <laughs> I will not miss seeing the ear, because I think that's a little <laughs> gross. It, um, yeah. But yeah, his earrings are really cool. And that's a that's a really cool story, I think. Also, fun fact about his earrings, he is the only male in the entirety of the Walt Disney Company that is allowed to have ear piercings. No one else is. Even Imagineers. Most Imagineer males don't. I thought they changed that. Did they change that? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Hmm. They changed. That may have been true at one point, anyway. It might. It, well, it was true at one point, at least. It might. It might have changed since. But Jerody's the coolest. I've seen up like his the arm in person. What? At least I think it was him. It makes sense that it was him. I. I. You can't just say you saw his arm because <laughs> it sounds okay. like you like someone cut off his arm and showed it to no. you. Like, Look, it's Jerody's so, arm. We. Can we call this episode Joe Rohde's separate arm? No. Uh, it was, he was in the parks for Pandora's opening on our first college program. And we'd heard that he was at Epcot that day doing the Epcot thing, walking around, etc. I don't know if he rides rides. And we kind of knew he would be in the area. And I saw a VIP tour guide... And a bunch of, like, casual clothes people. And I heard a bunch of cast members talking about that they just so- saw Joe Rody in the Land Pavilion. And I walked out, and then they walked past me. But it didn't, like, two, like, two and two didn't connect until, like, they were, like, around the corner. So I assume the person rounding the corner was Joe Rody, Or it was just a really rich guy with gray hair. So I either saw the side of Joe Rody going around a corner in the land pavilion or just a generic rich guy going around the corner in the land pavilion. It's a great story. One time I walked past Conan O'Brien on the street. That was pretty cool. It was weird because he wasn't wearing makeup <laughs> and he looks very, not different, just like you're used to seeing him with the makeup on. Right. So, yeah. I'm a pretty tall person and Conan is taller than me. It's not surprising. Anyway, well- sorry. No, you're good. That it's a funny story. I like I love knowing that you walked past him and didn't immediately recognize him. That being said, we should talk about in a later episode all of the famous people that we've either seen or have had ride our rides while we're working. It's going to be a pretty short <laughs> list I, for me, but I do have people. I have a sh- it's a short list for me as well, but I have a really great story with it, so we're going to have to do it cause... Cool. Sounds good. But At the moment, I'd like to remind everyone that our episode today is brought to you by Up, the TikTok stage play. Look for it eventually. Solely on Bree's TikTok. It'll just be a one-man production. (laughs) Please no one find me on TikTok. You're going to play Doug and Kevin (laughs) and all of Kevin's babies. Paul, I don't know how much longer we're going to be in lockdown. I really, I need something new to work on. (laughs) You're going to play all the other dogs. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. right. And we're also brought to you by Tiger Cruise because we're still really sorry. We feel real bad. It was in bad taste. It was accidentally (laughs) in bad taste. So 
yeah please 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 someone watch horse sense and tell us not to watch horse sense if we shouldn't watch horse sense but also you probably shouldn't watch horse sense yeah so just let us do that but we promise to no longer make probably pretty offensive comments about movies before we watch them we'll just read the description and watch them so let's talk about our main topic today musicals uh i think we're mostly focusing on stage kind of things or or like live performances as opposed to like disney animated musicals which i think most yeah. people for the most part are, are familiar with um kind of what disney is famous for yeah like i was gonna say most disney movies <laughs> yeah so let me go through the list here of um disney like theatrical productions just to start we'll start on broadway here yeah uh, all right, let's uh, let's so let's go back to the beginning. So the beginning, like of musicals, like the okay. earliest one, the original. So apparently, according to Playbill.com, they were at least somewhat involved with two other plays that I don't know anything about and I don't really care about because I've never heard of them. Uh, the first, like one that you would have heard of, is Beauty and the Beast. Yes, the very first Disney musical ever, which is a very good musical. Unless you see it at Hollywood Studios. No, I don't like the Hollywood Studios one. I've seen it once, and there's a reason I've only seen it once. It's not good. It's fine. It's just short and boring. Would we even call it fine? No. They literally describe the reason Belle is trapped with the Beast is, I I think it literally goes, due to unforeseen circumstances Belle found herself trapped in the castle of a beast and it's like what that's like the premise of the movie you have to at least somewhat explain it whatever anyway I've been in Beauty and the Beast I've done it what yeah um I auditioned my freshman year of high school back when I thought I wanted to do theater um (laughs) and I obviously didn't make it because I've never done theater well in high school I never did theater in high school I did because I'm cooler than you or not as cool as you depending on how you look at it i would like to actually correct that and say i did marching band so like i Ooh, don't yeah know okay no cooler what i'm cooler i think we need to have a discussion about that later cool um but <laughs> so the next one the next like major show uh is the lion king which very famous i've seen it have you seen it i, ha- I haven't I saw it when I was really young, so I don't really remember it. All I, I only remember part of maybe Circle of Life and uh, Just Can't Wait to Be King. I've seen it on YouTube, like parts of it on YouTube. It looks in- incredible. I always mean to see it when it comes to Seattle, but it's doesn't hard. doesn't come that often. And yeah, Expensive. it is supposedly absolutely amazing. I remember enjoying it as a kid. That's awesome. the end of that one. Next! <laughs> uh, apparently they were involved in Aida. I'm glad you said that, not me, because I would have called it Ada. So... I think it's Aida, right? A-I-A. I- D A. I don't know. Perfect. Anyway, Tarzan. <laughs> is Tarzan a musical? They did make a Tarzan musical. Oh no. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it, but I don't wanna. As far as I understand, and I'm not positive that this is true, the like ensemble sings all the songs. None of the cast do. I could be I could be totally wrong. Okay. But that was my someone told me something like that was huh. true. It also did not run for very long at all. That makes sense. Does anyone actually like Tarzan? Are there Tarzan fans out there? I know like one or two people that like Tarzan. I don't know, but if there are, they definitely should be called Tarstans. Tarstans. Yes, you heard it here first. We are branding that Tarstans. The next one uh, opened the same year, according to Playbill, but I don't know if that's actually true. Uh, is Mary Poppins. I have seen Mary Poppins as a stage play. My brother was in it. Oh, um i use the ensemble somewhere um (laughs) yeah it's good yeah i've seen it as a community theater project and it was really good i liked it i was also like seven so (laughs) i I assume i assume i would still like it as an adult because mary poppins is one of my absolute favorite movies so they also did the little mermaid uh which if i recall in order to make it look like they're like swimming instead of walking do you know this story uh no so in order to make it look like they were swimming instead of walking, they wear heelys. <gasps> or at least they That's used to. A- I don't know if they still do, but at one amazing. point they did. Yeah, That's right? amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, another fun fact about The Little Mermaid relevant to Seattle, 
um, when it came back into the theater scene. So it left for a while, went off Broadway. Um, and when it was coming back, I don't know if it ever ended up going back to Broadway, but when it was coming back, at least for touring, they quote unquote opened it at the Seattle Fifth Avenue Theater, which is a, for anyone who doesn't know, it is considered a pre-Broadway theater. So where shows that need to be tested and ran for Broadway, they'll go to theaters around the country to be previewed. And the Fifth Avenue in Seattle is one of them. And uh, Come From Away started there. Fun Mm -hmm. fact. Also uh, Elf the Musical, I think Shrek the Musical, also another one that I'm forgetting. I want to touch on on Elf the Musical real fast after The Little Mermaid, but The Little Mermaid, before it went back, I think it was touring. I think it was before it started touring again. It started at the Fifth Avenue, and it was the first time that there was an aerial played by a woman of color, and it was in Seattle. Cool. I think that yeah. the, isn't the person that's going to be in the live action, isn't she also a person of color? Yes. Awesome. So, super cool to see. We love seeing new representation in Disney movies Ooh. and shows and musicals. So, what do you have to say about Elf the Musical? Because I also have a thing about Elf the Musical. Okay. Um, so, I was a season ticket holder for the Paramount Theater in Seattle for quite a while. I think two years um, to see Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> but I came with all the other musicals. And the other musical was Elf. I actually have a t-shirt from it. I was going to wear this is Santa I Know Him on it. And Paul... Let me tell you, that t-shirt is the only good thing I got out of Elf the Musical. I That's not true. Tr- you got to see my friend Noah because he well, was Michael. Well, what? That's my thing. Whoa. Okay, yeah. that's cool and all, but it sucked. And I feel sorry that your friend was in such a terrible piece of theater. I was um, told he was the best part. I didn't actually get to go see it. I wish I would have known so that maybe I could have found something to like um elf the musical is a waste of time don't watch it do you like elf the movie elf the movie is my favorite christmas movie okay, I, okay. i'm glad we're on the same okay. page there one time i watched so i had a dvd player in my room at the old house i used to live in and um it broke but it would still play the movie that was in it it just wouldn't open to put new movies <laughs> so it in would only play elf it would only play elf so i watched elf every day for a year because I would watch a movie to fall asleep, and it was the only movie in there. So I have seen Elf at least 300 times. Nice. It is my favorite movie. And so I was so excited for the musical, and then I literally left it intermission because I could not watch the second half of Elf the musical because it was an embarrassment to all the good things that are in Elf. Well, it's not as bad as the TV special. Um. <laughs> anyway... The next one that they were involved in is Sister Act. So I saw Sister Act uh, like five or six or so years ago. Um, yeah, it's good. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the, the stage show. I've seen parts of the movie. Never seen the stage show. I've heard it's good. It's pretty good. There it is. It's not really Disney-y, but it's fun. It's good. Uh, the next one, Newsies. Oh, boy. Oh, do you have things to say about Newsies? I have hot takes on Newsies. Okay, go for it. So I've never seen it, the movie or the musical. The only thing of Newsies I have ever seen is the show that used to be in California Adventure, the trolley show Mm. with Mm -hmm. the Newsies and Mickey. And I think it was just something about the trolley show and hearing it too many times and combined with the already grumpy heat of spending an afternoon in California Adventure. I cannot stand Newsies. The soundtrack makes me upset when I listen to it. <laughs> I don't understand the hype. I think it is an overhyped, overappreciated, like whatever it's called, fandom. It's an overhyped fandom. I do not understand the big deal. I just genuinely think that it's one of those things that too many people love for not enough reasons. I'm going to be curious to hear what you have to say about Frozen in a minute. Um, <laughs> no. So Newsies, I've seen it. My brother is in it. Uh, it's good. It's not great. Yeah. But it's good. It's solid. I like it. To be fair, if it ever came to Seattle and I had the opportunity to see it like as part of like a subscription or something, I probably would give a live stage show of it a chance. You can watch this, the, the live stage version of it is on Disney+. Plus. 
I mean, I could. And she immediately regrets saying what she just said. I mean, I might. I might give it another chance, but I think it's overhyped. I don't see why it's needed to be loved as much as it's loved. So, moving on while everyone hates Brie for saying Next that. Next show, Peter and the Starcatcher. Haven't seen Great it. Book. I read the book years ago. Love- I don't remember anything about it. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember like that little serotonin bubble in my brain lights up when I like see the title. So I obviously loved the book. There's a bunch of them, or at least a few of them, I think. That whole series. whole series. I've read the whole... I think I own the series still, but don't remember anything about it. Next up, Aladdin. I love Aladdin. So I haven't seen Aladdin on Broadway. Obviously, I've never been to Broadway. I haven't seen Aladdin done as a live stage show, except... I did see it when it was at California Adventure, and that show was awesome, and it had one of my favorite jokes in it. What's the joke? Well, it was only funny in context, but if you get the context that it's Aladdin, the genie says something, he's talking to Jafar about wanting to be Sultan, and he says something, something, Sultan pepper shaker, and I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah. That's right up my alley. I saw Aladdin at the Paramount in Seattle, uh... November of 2017 actually yes November of 2017 it popped up on my Facebook memories like a week or two ago uh it was phenomenal I was beautiful um fun fact that I didn't know until I saw it in person and I had a really geeky Broadway people sitting in front of me it is the most expensive touring musical like the set is the most expensive it's because they didn't tour spider-man I forgot which would have been the Spider-Man which musical. Would have been with the music written by like Bono and The Edge from U2. Incredible. Have you listened to you should listen to the music for Spider-Man I, Turn Off the Dark. I think I'm going to go do that tonight. It's absolutely wild. That's awesome. It also as far as I understand had at least like three different plot lines depending on when you saw it because it like had to be reworked so many times like while it was currently running. That's awesome. It's also notorious for uh, the reason that I was joking that it would cost so much is uh, it was notorious for hurting actors doing stunts. That makes sense. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Not not Disney. No. Spider-Man's not Disney. I mean, Spider-Man is Disney, but Turn Off the Dark was not a Disney production. That's a whole thing, though. That the. Spider-Man's ownership is a whole nother world to get into. But Aladdin was beautiful it was well done the music is obviously incredible and the actors that i saw for it were really great and it yeah it was just it was a fun musical i enjoyed every second of it which i didn't think i would because aladdin at least the animated one is not one of my favorite movies so but the play just well sorry the musical just really like changed that so yeah it was really good apparently they did a pinocchio uh looks like a straight play in london oh i mean that makes sense that's interesting uh but more importantly next one frozen brie tell me about how much you hate all the bandwagon fans of frozen go i don't i am a bandwagon fan of frozen then you're also a hypocrite i never said i wasn't that That is true you did not (laughs) that being said i think frozen itself is overhyped i think if we're gonna hype up anything in the frozen universe it's gonna be um olaf's christmas adventure olaf's frozen adventure olaf's frozen adventure that deserves the most hype out of all did you go and watch it i haven't watched it yet oh wait the (gasps) new that's the that's the new new one right no wait i'm talking about the one the the short film that i talked about about how great the music is are you talking about once upon a snowman oh i liked once upon a no i I was talking about the christmas one i thought you meant have you gone and watched it as in like it just came out and i was like what no no no, because i talked about it and you said you should go watch it and i agreed that you should did you go do that oh i haven't yet because it's really high on okay listen 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 i have a system in november i watch all of the christmas movies i don't particularly care about and then in December, I load up on the really good ones. And Olaf's Frozen Adventure is really high on my list. So I haven't watched it yet because I've been suffering through the Christmas movies that I feel obliged to watch, but don't want to waste my precious December magic on. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> but December 1st, December 1st is Frozen, coming. Right. So Frozen the musical. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I haven't did seen it either. Did you see it at uh, California Adventure? Because they have a I similar... It's not the Broadway version, but it's a similar... I did not. I've also not seen it there. I could never get into it, the one in California Adventure. Yeah, it, it's weirdly... So the Aladdin one was never really that popular, which is a shame. It should have been. It was awesome. And they shouldn't have gotten rid of it. Uh, <laughs> but the Frozen one, 
apparently they should have gotten rid of it because that one's also super popular, even though it's supposedly not quite as good. Hmm. I've never seen it. I do think that Frozen itself is overhyped, though I will not hypocrite myself on hip. I will not be a hypocrite on that. I do think that it has a giant fandom for I don't know what reason, especially now that there is so much other content for the Frozen universe. I do not think the original Frozen deserves all of the hype it still gets. Yeah, probably not. That being said, Frozen 2, Elsa writes, everything regarding that deserves every ounce of love and hype it gets because it's one of the greatest movies of all time. And I will... I will defend that forever. So quick note, Frozen did close on Broadway because of COVID-19, like permanently, fully complete close. Um, But they are going to prepare to tour eventually at some point, probably. (laughs) It was supposed to come here this year. I was supposed to see it, actually. LOL. Um. (laughs) All right. So the last one slash two that I have here, Hercules, uh, they did in the park. Last year, uh, they are probably going to go to Broadway eventually. It's not there yet. Right. I think that's a great thing to make into a musical because the movie of Hercules is bad, but the music in Hercules is awesome. And the thing that I want to talk about, about the way they did it in the park, that is so cool. And it's how they, from what I've read, it's how they want to adopt adapt it to Broadway as well, is it was in a circular theater. Oh, in the round, right. Right. So... A big reason of why it's not going to Broadway yet is because there is only one theater on Broadway that is a round theater, and Once in This Island mm-hmm. just closed at that theater. Oh, did so, it close? I didn't know that. It Well, it ha- had an end date when it opened, to be fair. Oh, okay. So it just clo- or it's closing. I'm not sure if they're going to extend the run because of COVID, so that is a big reason because Hercules is going to be in a round theater as opposed to just a stage show, which cool. makes it, I think, a hundred times cooler. Can I tell you my favorite thing about Hercules the musical, though? Yeah. Do you know who's playing Hades? Who? Roger Bart. Do you know who Roger Bart is? You've probably seen them so. a few different times. Okay. Uh, but you would recognize his singing voice because he's also the singing voice for Hercules. Like? Yeah, in the movie. Like, go the distance. That's him. Oh, my god he also played uh snoopy and i think he won a tony for it on broadway in uh, you're a good man charlie brown which is phenomenal and does not get enough love i would like to say i was in that one too i knew you were in that one see that was the one i remembered anyway apparently they're also doing the jungle book they're working on it and uh richard sherman is gonna write some songs not that richard sherman not the football one the (laughs) songwriting one is the songwriting one related to the sherman brothers he, yes, he's one of them. They're st- oh, wait, are they still alive? Yeah. Oh, I feel like a bad person now. <laughs> yeah, you should. I thought they were dead. He's 92. Holy Jesus. Is Robert Sherman? No, Robert Sherman died in 2012. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking then. Wow. 92 and still putting out musicals. I'm 23 and I could barely get out of bed. <laughs> good line. Cool. Well, do you want to quickly rush through other musical things? actually there's only one thing else that i really want to talk about go for it that is the disney sing along song special a lot of people are going to recognize this paul didn't but it has professor owl and he like conducts to a bunch of little birds and they all sing and they sing songs like zippity doodah and it was a tv series special but there is a vhs out there that you can now find on youtube i don't know why it's not on disney plus probably because there's some racist stuff in there um (laughs) but i remember it so vividly from my childhood um the most vivid memory i have of it that i found on youtube and just about passed out because i hadn't seen it since i was like five was it's the opening of walt disney world so not like the grand opening but it's this montage of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Pluto tidying up the park to whistle while you work. And does this, hold on, hold on. Does this also have Grin Grooming Ghosts? And Grin, the big tree. Ghosts? So is that a yes? Yes. Okay, I might have seen this one. I think and my it... friend showed it to me in college. 
And it has all the villains, and they're outside the Haunted Mansion, and there's a giant tree. Is it just like, it's really 90s-ish, right? Or it's like late so 80s? 90s. Okay. You watch it and you go, this was made in 1995, because mm-hmm. it pretty much was. I, mine was like early 90s, but well, maybe, I mean, it maybe went it's from, the same one, I don't know. It went from 84 to 95 was when they would like put these out, but it was compiled. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. So, like, onto a VHS, which is what I watched in, like, the early 2000s. I see. So, it's so good. You can find it on YouTube, Disney Sing Along. The whole hour, 45 minutes of it is on YouTube. And I watch it more often than I would like to share on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, I think that wraps up what we have to say about musicals, which is to say, both somewhere between a lot and not much. (laughs) (laughs) Right. More than I thought we'd have to say on musicals. But also, in some cases, a lot less. Yeah. But to be fair, if we were talking about just musicals, not Disney musicals, that would be an uncomprehensibly long podcast. Unless you guys think we should. I'm thinking like a completely separate podcast. Anyway. No, I know. No, we don't have time for that. Anyway. That's true. Uh, yeah. So thank you all for listening on. Oh, it's Thanksgiving today. That's right. I forgot. So happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. We're thankful you listened to us. Or put it on in the background and woke up and forgot why there were people talking. Oh, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, me too. But anyway, we're thankful for you. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, We're excited that people actually want to hear us talk. <laughs> yeah, we're having a really good time. So if you want to share us with people, you're more than welcome to and you should. do it. Please with- do. Share us with the music note emoji, because musicals. Well, we usually do two emojis, so what are we going to... The other music note emoji. (laughs) Oh, okay. Both music note emojis. Share it with your friends. um, Let them know about us. And if you want to let us know about us and or correct us on anything like about Disney Channel movies that we should be knowing, can't emphasize that enough anymore. Um... Please, please do not let us talk crap. (laughs) on a movie that it could be found offensive that we talked crap about exactly but if you want to find if you want to slide into our dms for any reason um okay not any reason paul just gave me a weird look (laughs) i guess i okay i guess it shouldn't be for just any reason but if you want to let us know what you like what you don't like and or what you would like to hear in future episodes as we plan into the new year let us know. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, both of those are at Signal25Podcast. Bree, how have you dealt with the fact that fleets exist? I haven't even looked at it yet. Cool. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. That was anticlimactic. Um, but yeah, have a good Thanksgiving. Have a safe rest of your holiday. And I'm Bree. And I'm Paul. And this has been Signal25. Bree, do you know what time it is now? What? Now that Thanksgiving is over. It's Christmas time, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>